March 18th, 2022. If you count from the bottom, it's 14 lines up, three words before the end of the line. The Gemara rewinds us to the Mahloket that it had just mentioned between Rabbi Ezer and Rabbi Akiva. Says the Gemara, Amar Mor. Amar Mor was the way the Gemara would return us to an earlier statement. Mor was the master, the person, so to speak, the master of ceremonies who was stating the Beraita in front of the Lomdim during the time of the Gemara. So we returned to his statement and he had quoted this Beraita, Rabbi Ezer Omer, Aviv dash Ahot Aviv. According to Rabbi Ezer, that Pasuk, which described after Adam Harishon is created and Hava comes forth from him, Al Kenya Azov Ish et Aviv the word aviv in the interpretation of Bili Aizer, if you recall, was coming to exclude in the halachic sense, ahot aviv, which meant to say you're going to involve yourself with a significant other away from aviv, not away from aviv mamash, relations with your father, which the Gemara, of course, will challenge in just a moment, but rather away from ahot aviv. This is a benoah, this is a non-Jew who's forbidden to the sister of his father, meaning his aunt. That was the understanding of the derash, of the pasuk, according to the Bili Ezer. Bili Ezer's doresh aviv comes le'afuke, comes to exclude ahot aviv. Says the Gemara, ema. Aviv Mamash, perhaps the Pasuk refers Mamash to your father. I know it sounds disgusting and terrible, but imagine once upon a time when there was little to no uh, humanity, there was civilization was quite small in such a circumstance, such a situation, maybe Aviv Mamash was permitted. That's the Pasuk telling you that the Bnei Noah, prior to the giving of the Torah, the Torah is telling us or hinting to us that Aviv Mamash, that your father is forbidden for relations, says the Gemara. To B'nai Noah? No. This is to B'nai Noah. We certainly have uh, several uh, to Yisrael. To B'nai Noah? No, says the Gemara, but we have another Pasuk that alludes to it. That was the ensuing words in the Pasuk. Hainu vidavak velo bezachar. If you recall, the ensuing words of the Pasuk were vidavak biishto vehayudu basarehad. The word vidavak, at the end of that beraita, we were Doresh. It's a reference to davak, uh, means it's going to give pleasure to both parties. In a circumstance of Mishkav Zachor, the understanding is only one of the two parties gets pleasure as a result. That's telling you that homosexual relations is already forbidden. Well, that being the case, what's Aviv in the Pasuk referring to with regards to prohibition? It must be to Ahot Aviv, to your aunt from your father. Ema Eshet Aviv, maybe it's a reference to your father's wife, says the Gemara, Hainu bi'ishto velo be'eshet havero, Pasuk in the ensuing word says, Vedavak bi'ishto, and he'll cleave to his wife, and the understanding is his wife, as opposed to the wife of another, which means to say his mother, or rather his father's wife, is the wife of another. What's that per pasuk? Therefore, Aviv freed up to explain to us, to prohibit to, or to B'nai Noah. It's for Ahot Aviv, for the sister of his father. Ema le'ahar mita. Maybe alternatively, it's true. V'davak bi'ishto teaches uh, cleaving and involving yourself with your wife as opposed to the wife of another, what we call eshet, eshet ish. But maybe when the pasuk says aviv, the reference is to the wife of your mother, excuse me, the wife of your father, after the death of your father. After the death of your father, she's no longer an eshet ish. Maybe she'd be permitted to a ben noah. 
Maybe in such a circumstance, those relations would be permitted. Your father's wife after the death of your father. Says the Gemara, that's not the interpretation. Aviv is really a hot Aviv because it needs to be dumya de imo. Because the Pasuk doesn't just say, al Kenya azov ish et Aviv. The Pasuk says, al Kenya azov ish et Aviv ve et imo. The Pasuk mentions both Aviv and imo to tell you that they're similar one to the other with regards to their prohibitive uh, strictures. Well, if aviv, we're understanding, means ahot aviv, and it's because it needs to be similar to imo, we want those to be similar one to the other, well, apparently imo is going to mean ahot imo as well, and we want to keep that symmetrical. As a result, we're going to suggest it doesn't mean eshet aviv le'achar mita, ma'imo delav ishut, af aviv delav ishut. In other words, Ishut, as we mentioned, Harambam has a full book in his Yad HaHazaka, in his Mishneh Torah, called Sefer Ishut. It deals with relations between one and the other. Well, says the Gemara over here, according to Rabbi Ezer, who we're dealing with, all of these prohibitions have nothing to do with Ishut, right? None of them, none of the prohibitions in this Pasuk, Aviv is Ahot Aviv, that's a blood relative, not because of marriage, but rather because of relation, relationship. Um, uh, Imo is not, uh, not uh, someone who's um, through marriage uh, prohibition, but rather ahot imo, and so forth, which means to say the understanding through and through, and that's what you need to keep in mind for just the next several lines here in the Gemara. According to Rabbi Ezer, the prohibitions for Ben Noach fundamentally are prohibitions not of ishut, not of marriage, not born forth through relationships, but rather because of relationship in family, not because of sexual relations and encounters, but rather because of blood relativity. Says the Gemara again, so it needs to be aviv and imo need to be dumya one to the other. Ma imo de la vishut, de la vishut. Imo, the, the derashah of the pasuk, imo is ahot imo. That's Rebiliezer's derashah. Rebiliezer, again, fundamentally tells us Aviv is the sister of your father and Imo is the sister of your mother. Says the Gemara, Imo Mamash. Maybe the Pasuk, again, jarring, hard to, hard to wrap your head around why we'd need such a prohibition. But ultimately speaking, maybe that's what the Pasuk was saying. Alkin, I mean, listen to it in the Peshat. Ya'azov ish et Aviv ve'et Imo. You'll leave your parents home and think about it in the very much the reproducing way. We're talking about vidavak bi'ishtom. We're going to translate those words. Vehayula basarehad as creating offspring. So the Pasuk is telling you, you have to leave your mother. Not just in the cute sense, you leave your parents' household as you get involved with another, but you have to leave your mother. Stay away from your mother. The relations, the continuity of this human race will not come forth from this child and mother, but rather from the child and another. Maybe that's what it's referring to when the Pasuk says imo, it means mamash. Ema imo mamash. Hainu says the Gemara, that would be be'ishto velo be'eshet havero. That would be a reference in the ensuing words in the Pasuk. Again, the Pasuk says vedavak be'ishto. It doesn't just say vedavak be'isha. He'll cleave to a woman. It says be'ishto to his woman, to his wife. The understanding is eshet ishes asuralo. Well, that being the case, says the Gemara, ve'ema le'achar mita. Maybe the reference is to your mother after the death of your father. In such a circumstance, she's not an eshetish, she's not married to anyone. Maybe the Pasuk is saying, nonetheless, even though it's not really your mother, she's not even married any longer, maybe now she's permitted. She wasn't married, it would be okay with 
A woman who's not married? Certainly, okay. No, no he's, Eshet. He's the back page though. Yes. Excluding Eshet Kaderot. Sure. But could, could then maybe he can go with some, another woman who's not married because she's not married? Polygamy. Many wives. Certainly. Yeah. Certainly. No prohibition. No prohibition. No prohibition from the Torah at all. Right, and, and we know that from the we know that from the Avot. That's what I said. No prohibition at all, even for Yisrael. That's that's thousands of years in the making when we come forth to that. Um, and you know, cer- certainly with regards. Yeah, I, my point is that uh, oh, you're saying that the pasuk says I don't know, this, this might, you could have, if, if, if elsewhere the Torah prohibited, you would have said this is referring to the initial encounter, the initial marriage, meaning your first wife. But you're right, ultimately speaking, it is permitted. Anyway, but as, so now again, why don't we say it's imo mamash, maybe it's imo la dumya aviv ma'aviv de lav mamash, af imo de lav mamash. We want to again equate both imo and aviv, and we'll be a little bit clearer on this in just a few lines. And we want to argue that they're so similar to the extent that I can state it quite clearly on each of them. It means the sister of your father is prohibited, and the sister of your mother is prohibited, and that's what the Pasuk is referring to when it says, al azov ish et aviv not on the isure ishut, not on the prohibitions which come forth through marriage, but rather from isure korba, based on their relationships, blood relationship to the individual. It's my mother's sister, it's my father's sister, blood relationship. That's isure korba. That, according to Rabbi Ezer, are the primal and specific prohibitions to Bnei Noach. It's in that realm, not when they get involved, as we'll see in a moment, with marriage that brings forth all sorts of prohibitions. That's not to say that eshet ish is not permitted. Is, is permitted. Eshet ish certainly that's be ishto velo be eshet havero. But according to Rabbi Ezer, again, the isurim of gilui arayot for Bnei Noach are specifically in the domain of not in the domain of Ishut, says the Gemara, but there's another opinion, Rabbi Akiva Omer, Aviv Eshet Aviv. If you recall, Rabbi Akiva read it, uh, I don't know who's more simple, but Rabbi Akiva read it in a different way. It says, the Pasuk says, Al Kenya Azov Ish Et Aviv Ve'etimo. What did it mean when it said Aviv? It means you're going to leave the wife of your father, meaning prohibitions to the wife of your father. Something that Bili Ezer was not interested in prohibiting from those words. Ve'ema aviv mamash. Maybe as we challenge Bili Ezer, the reference in Pasuk Al-Kenya Azoba, Ish et aviv is referring to your father. You can't have relations with your father. Hainu v'davak v'lo b'zachas, as the Gemara before Rabbi Akiva as well. That's what you would derive from those next words, v'davak, which means a pleasurable encounter, which is not in homosexual encounters. Iachhe, if that's the case, eshet aviv nameh, as if that's the case, says the Gemara, eshet aviv as well, hainu b'ishto v'lo b'eshet havero, shouldn't we argue, and that's, if, if you, Rabbi Akiva, are deriving from the word of Al Kenya Azov Ishet Aviv, that it's a reference to the wife of your father. Your wife of your father is a wo- married woman. If it's a married woman, and you're telling me that each one of the words needs to be accounted for, means that the wife of your father is prohibited from those words. And says the Gemara, Le'aharmita. Says the Gemara, perhaps after. Death is what we'd be referring to. So it means, according to the Bi'akiva, it goes like this: Al Kenya Azov Ish Et Aviv, 
Aviv is a reference to the wife of your father, even after the death of your father, she's prohibited. How do you know that the wife of your father, when he's alive, is, is prohibited? Imo, what about the word Imo in the Pasuk? Imo Mamash, says it'll be Akiva. That's a reference to relations with your mother. It's prohibited, says the Gemara, relations with your mother. If she's married to your father, if she's your mother, then she's. Then, then she's eshet havero. Then she's a married woman. You don't need an extra pasuk to, to prohibit that. Answers the Gemara imo meanusato, and that's the final word on this matter for now. Imo meanusato means that she was never actually married to your father. She was raped by your father. She was anusat aviv. She was raped by your father in such a circumstance. Alken yazov ish et aviv. Aviv is referring to not homosexual relations. Vidavak teaches me that. What's Aviv? I'm sorry, I know lots of complications over here. What's Aviv? Aviv is Eshet Aviv Le'achar Mita. Ve'et Imo. What's Imo? Imo is his mother. Ma, I thought you know your mother because she's an Eshet Ish. It's not really your mother. It's your mother because she gave birth to you. It's not your mother in the respect that she's married to your father. Why not? because we're dealing with a rape circumstance. That's Rabbi Akiva, which means to say just fundamentally, Rabbi Ezer and Rabbi Akiva disagree with regards to this initial pasuk that talks about the prohibitions to B'nai Noach. Who are the non-Jews prohibited in with regards to Gidu'i Arayot? Says Rabbi Ezer, Isure Korban has to do with relations, Ahot Aviv, Ahot Imo, has to do with individuals who are prohibited because of their blood relation. According to Biakiva, according to Biakiva, it has everything to do with the marriage. It's your mother because she had relations with this man, even if it was Anusat Aviv. It's your father, but it's not actually your father. It's referring to your father's wife after the death of your father. It has everything to do with relations. That's two very different visions with regards to Gilui Arayot. Gilui Arayot, as the Torah makes clear to us, has two types of relationships that are prohibited. Both the blood relatives, the family members are prohibited, generally speaking with karet, and those who got involved in relationships with regards to sexual relations, those are prohibited as well. The wife of another, the wife of your uncle, and so forth. What's that? Correct. According to, according to Rabbi Eliezer, an aunt is worse than a sister-in-law. Correct. Correct. That's clear. That's the difference for Ben Noah. Hard to argue in the context of Israel. We're going to be dealing with similar realities. But yeah, that's right. In Israel, they're all prohibited. But yeah. Absolutely. And, and, and the flip for, uh, for uh, Rabbi Akiva. That's, where do we draw the lines? Not fully clear throughout. We're working on that. We're teasing those out, but that's the fundamental difference over here. Says the Gemara, okay, let's take a step back and try to understand the technicalities initially of this Mahlokit, which is not all that hard. What is it? Peleg means half, means split in Aramaic. What's splitting these two opinions? Okay, we talked about the fundamental a second ago. What about the mechanics? What about what brought them to, so to speak, Aside from philosophical differences, the mechanical, the methodological differences. Says the, says the Gemara, according to Rabbi Ezra, our first opinion, if you're going to equate father and mother, 
The only way you're going to have specifically equivalent situations, the Pasuk says your father and your mother, is if you say that it has to do with blood relatives. It's your father's sister and it's your mother's sister. Anything else will be, for example, Rashi says, On the one hand, maybe I would have read the Pasuk as, Father is mamash and mother is mamash, which means the Pasuk is prohibiting. I want to keep it equivalent, both your father and mother for relations as a Ben Noah. Gemara already told us he can't do that because the father we already know from the word vidavak afterwards. So that wouldn't be a viable option with regards to saying they're equivalent. Again, according to Rabbi Le'ezer, I want to keep those two words with regards to what they're teaching me as similar as possible. So maybe it means just read them simply. Yaviv and Imam means your father and your mother. What's prohibited? Your father and your mother. Can't be, says the Gemara. Because Aviv, we know already, is from the ensuing words, ensuing word of Vidavak. That prohibited homosexual relations. Maybe it means alternatively the one who's married to my father, the one who's married to my mother. Maybe that's the reference. Maybe it's Eshet, uh, Eshet Ish, says the Gemara. Once you, says, says Rashi, once you would have known already one of them, you in turn would know the other one. It has to do with relationship. In turn, says the Gemara, according to Rabbi Ezer, we want to keep Aviv and Imod Dumya one to the other. And as a result, we're going to argue, says Rabbi Ezer, has to do with Korba, it has to do with blood relationship. What about Rabbi Akiva? Rabbi Akiva, mutav le'ukmem be'eshet Aviv, de ikre irvat aviv la afuke ahot aviv de she'er aviv ikre says Rabbi Akiva, says the Gemara according to Rabbi Akiva, I understand your will to keep this symmetrical, but ultimately speaking, the Pasuk says, Al ken ya'azov ish et aviv ve et imo. Now, if you look in the Torah and you look at a reference to your father's wife, the Torah calls the father's wife Irvat Aviv. Rashi quotes the Pasuk from Vayikra Perek Yot Pasuk says, if you are Megale Irvat Eshet Aviv, Irvat Aviv Gila, which means to say it describes, it refers to your father's wife, relations with your father's wife as revealing the nakedness of your father. In turn, this pasuk over here by Bnei Noach, which says, Well, it stands to reason that Aviv would be a reference to your father and all that are connected to him. But wait a second, connected to your father is your aunt as well. That the Torah refers to as She'er Aviv in Vayikra Perik Yod Chet. She'er Aviv means the relationship connected to your father, which means the Serbi Akiva in a very clear understanding of the Torah, spreading it all out. That's really the Mahlokit over here. Rabbi Eliezer is narrow and Rabbi Akiva is wider in his appreciation of the text over here. Rabbi Eliezer says, look at this Pasuk. The Pasuk says Aviv. Pasuk says Imo. Understand that they need to be similar one to the other. I don't care at all costs. I'm going to say they're similar one to the other to the extent that they're both referring to ants. An ant from your father, an ant from your mother. Says Rabbi Li'ezer, no, 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 we need to be mafshit over here. That's what I've mentioned more than one occasion. The word peshat in the eyes of the hachamim is milashon lehafshit. Peshat, people always say, is the most simple interpretation of the text. That's always uh, somewhat subjective. How do I simply interpret the text? Not simple. But at the very least, what Peshat is telling you is something that's spread out. There's context 
with regards to interpreting the Torah. Rabbi Akiva says, I need to look at this pasuk and contextualize the words mother and father. Look at the word father. Where else in the Torah with regards to someone who's not actually your father does the Torah refer quote-unquote to your father? That's in the context of your father's wife. The Torah in Sefer Vayikra, two books later in Sefer Vayikra, it says that if you have relations with your father's wife, it's Irvat Aviv Gila. It's the nakedness of your father if you've revealed. You see the Pasuk says Aviv, it's referring to your father with the expanse of your father, as the Torah tells me later on. Now, maybe it means your father's sister, and that's also Irvat Aviv. The Torah later on when it says that your aunt, your father's wife, your father's sister is prohibited, it calls it She'er Aviv. She'er means relationship, means familial relations, not actually father. That's the Derasha according to the Gemara, Lefir Akiva again, Virbi Akiva, two lines from the top, Mutav, it's better in this context with regards to our Derashot, Le'ukmeh, to establish this Pasuk of Aviv, Be'eshet Aviv, with regards to the wife of your father, De'ikre, because after all, the Torah calls it, quote-unquote, Irvat Aviv. The Torah later on will refer to your father's wife as Irvat Aviv, the nakedness of your father. And to exclude from our derasha, Ahot Aviv, the sister of your father, Desheer Aviv, quote-unquote, Ikre. The Torah refers to your father's sister as She'er, not Irvat Aviv, La Ikre. Quote unquote, Irvat Aviv never referred to. Anyway, that's what we're up to with regards to this Mahlok and Bili Izram Biakiva. For the next 10, 15 or so lines, the Gemara will try to challenge each of these opinions. Again, keeping in mind that Rabbi Akiva's focuses on Korba. Rabbi Li'ezer's focuses on Ishut. That's what splits the two. And the Gemara now will go into Pesukim that refer to B'nai Noach that we're familiar with. The first one being the parents of Moshe Rabbeinu. Tashema says the Gemara, let's challenge one of these two opinions. First, the Pasuk says, Ve'ikah Amram. Et Yocheved Dodato. Pasuk says that Amram, of course, the father of Moshe, gets married to Vaikah, he gets involved, has relations with Yocheved Dodato. Now, what does the word Dodato mean? Dodato means and. Fascinating thing. The truth is that Yocheved, as Rashi points out, was the sister of Kehat. Kehat was the father of Amram. Amram's father, Kehat, one of the sons of Levi, Kehat has a sister, her name is Yocheved. Kehat has a child, his name is Amram, and Amram gets, gets married to Yocheved, his doda, his aunt. Says the Gemara, my love, should we not suggest when the Pasuk refers to it being his aunt, Dodato min ha'em, is that not referring to the fact that she's his aunt even from his mother? If she's his aunt even from his mother, in such a circumstance, we now turn to Rabbi Eliezer and we say, you see, we have a proof against you, Rabbi Eliezer. Rabbi Eliezer, our first opinion said that the Pasuk, when it says Aviv anymore, it's referring to your aunt with regards, it's referring to prohibitions of ants. Uh, A-U-N-T, um, with regards to B'nai Noah, says the Gemara, if that's the case, we now found a knockout circumstance. We found a way to disprove Rabbi Eliezer. No good. I thought you were shaking your head. We're disproving Rabbi Eliezer. We found a situation in which it's his aunt, and he was permitted to her. Who said he was permitted to her? I mean, it's Moshe Rabbeinu's parents, we're assuming it's permitted to her. Wouldn't have been involved in such a way. Otherwise, says the Gemara, Lo dodato min ha'av. Perhaps it's not a reference to the fact that she was his aunt 
actually from both of his parents. She was rather his aunt only from his father. An aunt only from the father, as we said, for B'nai Noach is excluded. We're only referring to the blood relatives with regards to B'nai Noach from the mother. If it's from the father, we discounted that. Where'd we come up with discounting it if it's from the mother, as, as, as from the father as opposed to the mother? From Abraham, as Morris, I think, just said. Says the Gemara. Let's quote that pasuk from Abraham. Ta'ashema, the pasuk says, when Avimelech, realizes that he's been involved with an eshet ish, with Abraham's wife. He gets very nervous, brings back to Abraham. He scolds Abraham. How'd you bring a hata'am, kim'at a hata'am, came to sinning with this woman who's your wife? Says Abraham, well, there's no yirat Elohim b'makom hazeh. But furthermore, the na achoti bat avihi, achlo bat imi. Strange reference of Abraham. We sometimes gloss over those words. It says, the truth is, she is kind of my sister. How's she your sister, Abraham? She's bat avi, but she's not bat imi. She's the daughter of my father, but she's not the daughter of my mother. Why would Abraham be saying that? Abraham's speaking as a ben Noach. Abraham's speaking to truths that were relevant to them before the giving of the Torah. Seems to be saying that she's permitted to me because she's only my sister from my father. Who was his father? His father was... Terah. The truth is, she was the daughter of Haran, right? She was really... Well, anyway, says the Gemara, Miklal debat ha'em asura. Says the Gemara, the fact that Abraham spoke in such a fashion, the fact that Abraham was rationalizing his relationship with Sarah by saying she's only the daughter of my father, it appears to be stating somewhat clear to, clearly to us that if she was the daughter of his mother she would be prohibited. This seems to support the opinion of Rabili Ezer. Rabili Ezer was all about blood relatives as opposed to marriage relatives. Says the Gemara Vitisbera, is that really a good proof? Ahoto Havai, says the Gemara, as I said a moment ago, Sarah was never the actual sister of Abraham. It's not true. But Achiv Havai, Sarah was the daughter of Abraham's brother. Who was his brother? Haran. Haran has a child. Well, has several children. It's his niece. That's right. That's the way to say it. It was his niece. Says the Gemara, don't overread this, this pasuk, this conversation between Abraham and Avimelech, and read it literally. You see, Abraham is stating clearly to us that if it's his... Uh, if it's his sister from his father, it's permitted. If it's sister from his mother, no, Abraham, quote unquote, was white lying over here. He didn't actually mean it was his sister. It wasn't actually his sister. The Torah is very clear to us. It was his niece from his brother Haran. That being the case, we can't sufficiently prove, uh, excuse me, excuse me, says the Gemara, once it's his niece, for Bnei Noah, Anis is permitted regardless of whether it's from the father or from the mother. Again, the Gemara tried to prove from the conversation of Avraham to Avimelech that Avraham's statement is that since she's my sister from my father and not from my mother, she's permitted to me. That seems to be a support for the opinion of Rabbi Akiva, excuse me, Bili'ezer against Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva says everything's about marriage relations. Rabbi Eliezer says it's all about familial relations. Over here, there was potentially a familial relationship relation if she was his sister from his mother. Seems to be saying clearly she would have been prohibited to says Gemara can't be what he was saying. Don't take his words that seriously because she wasn't actually his sister. If she wasn't actually his sister, if she was actually his niece, we're referring to Sarah, then she's certainly permitted. 
So then why is he saying, from my father as opposed to my mother? In other words, if I'm dealing within the domain of B'nai Noah, and she's his niece, you don't need to talk about from my father my mother. Maybe there's a difference of opinion. 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 Maybe there's a yeah. It, there's, no, there's no indication anywhere in the Torah that says it's this. Taran, she's bat Taran. We have the lineage. It doesn't say that. It doesn't say that anywhere. It says, yes. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. Then, then you're suggesting that maybe underlying what we're reading over here is. Is, is that is, 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 is a question of how literal we will be in the text. And this deflection over here might not be appreciated by the other, even though it's not, you know, it's the, the next step in the Gemara should have been, well, what are you talking about? You know, that, and it is interesting. Okay, anyway, says the Gemara, El hatam, rather understood. El hatam amar le ahot it li me'aba velo me'ima, says the Gemara. He was just matter-of-factly speaking. Abraham was speaking to Avimelech, and this is somewhat the closest to Peshat and Pesukim over there. Abraham is just rationalizing not the permissibility of being with this woman. She'd be permitted to him anyway. She's his niece. But as he speaks to Avimelech, he says, but you should know, she's kind of related to me. And he says, I'll tell you how she's related to me. Almost whips out his family tree and says, she's related to me from my father's side because my father's brother had this child. It's not speaking, we read the Pasuk as Abraham speaking a quote-unquote halakha truth. He wasn't speaking a halakha truth, he was speaking a truth truth. He was speaking to Avimelech and saying, you should know, she's kind of related to me. She would have been permitted to me anyway. He was never referring to this. So why are you talking about father and mother? Who cares? Just say you're actually related. That's why I told you when I entered in here that she's my sister. Okay, he was speaking truth to that, to that extent. Abraham was truthful. Okay, says the Gemara Tashema, and we'll conclude with this last attempted proof. So this one, if, if Morris is getting nervous about Midrashim, what about this one? Says the Beraita in its initial question. Why didn't Adam Harishon, Adam Harishon just get married to, or get married to, his daughter? So Mars can say, well, daughter, shoe daughter. Which daughter are we talking about? Midrash, Gemaran Masechet Yevamot, and Samechpet, that Adam Harishon not only has two initial sons, but has two initial daughters. All right, accepting that Midrash, uh, that's the question over here of this Beraita. The Beraita is working with that information. So why didn't he get married to one of those daughters? Answers the Beraita, Kedeshi Yisa, the purpose was to free up Cain, his son, to get married to his sister. That's fascinating. The Rasha Pasuk says, "Ki amarti." I exclaimed, "Olam chesed Peshat in Pasuk, just first and foremost from ours. Peshat in Pasuk is that the world with the chesed of Hakadosh Baruch Hu is eternal. For eternity. The chesed, the goodwill of God, le'olam is, is, is eternal. That's the peshat and pasuk. The derasha of the hachamim is that the world, not eternal, you know, you could say le'olam va'ed, forevermore. And so forevermore or in the world forevermore. Okay, so the derasha over here is that the world, the olam, 
was Chesed Ibane, was built with Chesed. How was it built with Chesed? By Adam Harishon not involving himself with his daughter and freeing her up and permitting her, God did at that time, to Kain. Pause for a second. It means that Cain's involvement with his sister, which was, quote, a chesed, is the eternal, is, is the opportunity we have for continuity of existence. It's, so to speak, the initial chesed from HaKadosh Baruch Hu saying, I'm permitting this woman to you. She shouldn't be permitted to you, but I want to proliferate. I want the humanity to fill this world. That's the derasha of the Chachamim. In fact, Rashi references us to a very strange and hard to understand Pasuk and Sefer Vayikra. Pasuk and Sefer Vayikra in the Arayot talks about, and this is a well-known Pasuk, hard to understand, if a person sleeps with his sister, the Pasuk says, Chesed hu! And he gets put to death. Well, one second, Chesed hu! What's the Chesed? Says Rashi, that's referring to this, so to speak, that's what the derasha over here is picking up on. The Chesed, the initial Chesed of existence was involvement with a sister which brings forth continuity. That's the... That's Rashi's Peshat in the Pasuk. I don't know Peshat. It's a derasha here in the Gemara. Why couldn't that have been the Chesed? Why couldn't that have been the chesed? Un- understood as a question. I, I will tell you, Tosafot's approach to this Gemara might make it easier for you, Nathan, although chronologically it might be a little difficult. Tosafot says the chesed goes as follows. After Hava, eat, or maybe it won't help you, after Hava eats initially from Eitz Hadat, says Tosafot, there's a pause. HaKadosh Baruch Hu could have killed her before she hands the, hands the tree over to Adam HaRishon. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, instead of decimating her immediately leaves her alive so that Adam doesn't go to his daughter, frees her up for Cain, and in turn leads to a, a continuity that's, 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 uh, that's viable. It doesn't fully answer your question either. What's difficult about Tosafot, although Tosafot is very much aligned in Midrashic thought as well, is the chronology. When did Adam and Hava have children? According to this, they had children before eating from the tree. According to Peshat and Pesukim, it's only in the next period that they've, uh, there's Yedi'at Adam et Havayishto. That's a mah, what's that? That's the Midrash, the Gemara, Masechet Sanhedrin, in two places that it took place before. In other words, Friday night means before banishment from the Gan, at the very least. But it means after eating from the Etzadat, right? That's, that's the hours, the chronology. That's the way the Chachamim have it. You read Peshat and Pesukim, as Ibn Ezra points out, it's not necessarily so. Anyway, we'll, we'll pause with this. The Gemara is suggesting in this context that you see from this that the Heter of the sister Tzakayin was the chesed, which in turn seems to lead me to believe that it's not so, generally speaking, that sisters are not permitted under any circumstances to brothers, which seems to be a proof for the opinion of Rabbi Eliezer as opposed to Rabbi Akiva, that we're going based on Korba and not based on Yishud. Baruch Amen v'amen.